I see dead people. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of PT3600, where you can get 3,600 seconds of pure, unadulterated, primal target. Uh, this is where we talk about one random topic for one hour. My name is Ryan A.E. Moore, but joining me is... Uh, it's Josh again. <laughs> but not Josh again. <laughs> and also... Ashton, what up, guys? And uh, in this topic, we are going to be talking about some spoopy stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, ghosts and goblins and ghouls. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is our special Halloween episode. Hello, everybody. And yellow. I don't. I don't know. Shalom. Shalom. I said yellow. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Uh, not really. I don't know if they celebrate Halloween. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so what's going to happen um, here trick or treat. is uh, is we're going to talk about some uh, some spooky stories and things like that that we've, I guess, witnessed and whatnot. I guess I'm more of the moderator um, because I, I've only had, like, one uneasy feeling. Uh, but that's pretty much it. And if we talk about that, then whatever. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be Ashton and Josh talking because they got some, some scary. Story. <laughs> um, so I don't know which one of you wants to go first. Uh, I guess I could go first because mine's okay. pretty quick. Mine, okay, mine's okay. not like super, super involved. Do you have more, or do you just have one? Well, I got. I have the one that I experience on a semi-regular basis, I guess, and then I've got the thing that I, I watch or whatever. There's this other guy that I watch on YouTube who gets haunted sometimes. Um, but I'll just start with my house thing because, you know, the YouTube things, by the by, we could always talk about Our that later. House but <laughs> in the middle of this. Um, but anyway, so uh, when I was 13, I think it was when I was 13 or 14. Um, I, yeah, because I think I was a sophomore in high school at the time. Uh, our house, the house that we lived in flooded. And so uh, we had to move out of the house because it basically got to the point where it was inside the house and we couldn't salvage it really like they had to do a bunch of repairs somebody eventually moved into that house but we moved into a house not too far away um and like a few miles down the road or whatever on the opposite side of the freeway and when we bought the house there was a couple that lived there and they had lived there for approximately a year and they had built the house on the site but prior to that uh, there's apparently a, a Native American guy who uh, lived there, and he lived in like a trailer or something. And it sat where uh, they had put up a chicken coop where his trailer was, because I guess where his trailer had sat, like all the ground was just dead. And so they were like, "Oh, okay, well, we'll just put a chicken coop up there. The chickens could scratch out all the like dead ground, whatever." And I guess he used to throw his garbage in the yard, which I do have some funny stories about that too. If we ever get to that topic involving that, but. Um, Anyway, that the Native American dude died on the property, and um, and I guess he was he was like pretty in touch with his culture from what I hear because they had talked to him previously when they were buying the land um, that he was living on, and so he died. They built the house, and then they lived there for a year, and then I guess according to the guy that lived there, he was like, "Oh, I got a job in Seattle. We're moving out or whatever." It's like, "Oh, okay." 
we didn't think anything of it. We just thought, oh, yeah, okay, some dude died on the property or whatever. But then, uh, so we're living in the house, and, you know, everything's fine for the first, like, I'd probably say year or two. But um, just randomly then things, like, started kind of being uneasy. And it was really strange because um, there's a number of times where I'll be in the house uh, at night because I'm, I'm kind of a night owl, and so I'll stay up pretty late. And I'll be up at, like, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. And everybody's asleep. And I swear that I'm hearing people walking up and down the hallway because our floors creak. So um, there's a lot of creaky spots in our floors, especially in our bathroom and in our hallway. And the bathroom creaks, the hallway creaks. Um, there's There's a couple times, actually the other night I went out to the kitchen and I swear like on my heart of hearts that I turned out the kitchen light when I left the kitchen and I went back into my bedroom and I was, uh, oh, yeah, I had to move back into my childhood home, I guess, if anybody's wondering why. I'm like, oh, I was just there the other day. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, hard times, economy and all. But uh, I'm living there with my siblings at the moment. And so uh, I was staying in the bedroom that I used to stay in. And then um, I went to the, or I went from the kitchen to the bedroom, stayed in the kitchen for like 10, or sorry, now I'm getting all jumping here. I went from the kitchen to the bedroom. Stayed in the bedroom for like 10 or 15 minutes. I was just watching something, doing something. I think I was waiting, waiting for, because um, I'd started started cooking something, and I, I turned out the light and left. But then when I went back out there, the light was on, and nobody was up. And so I'm just like, yeah, that's like that's weird. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I turned that light off. That'd be that'd be know? a little uneasy. Yeah, and there's a few times where there's cabinets. Like I've discovered a couple cabinets open, and I'm sure that nobody's open them because usually this stuff happens at night when people are asleep. And my siblings don't sleepwalk. Nobody, like, other than my brother, maybe every once in a while to get up to go to the bathroom, he doesn't get up and just randomly walk around in the kitchen and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's really strange. So, like, you know, there's been cabinets that have been open, um, the, the creaky hallways and stuff. When I used to have my pet cat, this is what would get me. So, randomly, I'd just be playing with her, right? She'd be totally fine. And then just she would stop everything she was doing and then she would just stare at a spot like in the bedroom or stare at a spot in the living room and she would just stare and then like her eyes would get really wide like a cat's eyes do like when they're facing like they're gonna hunt yeah like they're they're looking at prey or something but but then I would like try to get her attention try to try to be like hey what are you doing like Abby like what are you doing and she would just she wouldn't move she was like frozen solid yeah and so and then the dogs too sometimes they'll bark at nothing like there'll be no cars coming down the road there'll be nobody in the driveway um you know i'll just be chilling at home or whatever and then all of a sudden they're just barking up a storm barking at something barking at, at somewhere or like the corner of the room you know and it's like what in the hell and then my sister um so my sister julie like She's really big into, like, ghost hunting and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> nice. She, yeah, she's been on a few ghost hunting tours. Oh, wow. And, wow. Yeah, oh, things okay. like that. Like, she's really into it. She goes to graveyards all the time. She, she bought herself an EVP machine, and <laughs> apparently she's been getting readings in the house. Uh, she's walking around the house all the time. Because she'll do stuff like she'll, burn, she'll like, burn sage and stuff to, like, try to purify the house. And, and um, she's, quote-unquote, an antique collector, but more like... She likes to buy things that are uh, supposedly haunted. Like we are, oh the house looks like an like an ancient museum 
because it's full of It looks like that scene from The Conjuring where they go down into the basement and they have all those artifacts like Annabelle and like the thing from The Nun and like all Uh these different things. Yeah. yeah, That's a crazy person. (laughs) It's pretty much it looks like that. We've got so many like 19th century dolls floating around our house like the little porcelain ones and stuff. She's got this one... Obviously, it's like a more modern doll because it's it's got electronics in it. But like when you walk by, it goes like, "I'm watching you. Oh, I know where you sleep at night." You know, and it's like, "What the hell?" And it's like, "Why would I you get that?" Like, <laughs> yeah, why would you get that? And so it's like, now, as of recent, because she has all this stuff, every so often I'll be sitting in the bedroom and I'll hear a doll go, "I'm watching you," or we've got this rug that has it's like a wolf pelt it looks like a, a fake werewolf pelt basically and it, and it has this thing in it that goes oh, 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 when you step on it well there was one night that that thing would not stop going off and nobody was on it. and it's like oh, what man. this shit so i turned it off because i was freaking out because i was like dude like what is out here you know because that thing's going off every five seconds ten seconds and then recently they got this thing on the door um this like Halloween thing that goes off pretty easily. I don't know if it's just based off of sound or if something has to walk in front of it. I turned that off too because I, I I don't want to be listening to that every five minutes because that thing it, it good ding dongs and then it's like oh do you want some candy you know because they got it for Halloween. But uh, I don't know if it's based off of the sound or if it's based off of sensor like something walking in front of it because it goes off a lot. And so I you know I was like no we got to turn that off. That's not good. Um, yeah, so our, our property, because the house sits in the middle of five acres, so it's just, and we live out in, like, basically, like, kind of the boonies a little bit, so it's, it's like it a house, it yeah, it's a house in the middle of a pitch black field in the middle of a pitch black rural neighborhood, so if you walk out, like, more than 10 feet from our house, like, our spotlight, which we had to put up in after the fact, because we didn't have any lights out there, are, um, you basically walk into pitch pure black darkness and oh my yeah so it's really creepy out there sometimes because when when the summer was like in its in the middle of the summer i walked outside one night and it was just silence like no crickets no frogs no nothing just quiet and it was like this is eerie dude like this doesn't seem right i'm always freaked out that i'm gonna get attacked by some some creature of some sort out there oh, I bet. yeah like, it's pretty freaky but yeah oh overall like i haven't had any personal like run-ins with this ghost that we think is haunting our house but i've definitely heard things i've seen things but i've never i've never like i guess i've never felt it like touch me i guess like you know when you feel like oh there's like a burning or a cold sensation you know but oh, okay yeah but I will say that I've noted that the temperature has gotten colder in the room every once in a while, and I'll hear stuff kind of shift around. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like not in the mood. I'm just like, dude, not right now. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. And usually whoever it is is pretty well-mannered, and they kind of leave you alone. But there's some days where you'll hear things walking around in the house, and it's, it's pretty creepy. I'm not... I'm not one, I, I believe in ghosts, I have a different theory on what I think ghosts are, but, and I'm not one to just like, be like, oh yeah, there's a ghost haunting my house, like, I wouldn't say that if I didn't. What, what's your theory, but let's hear it. Oh. Well, it kind of goes into that one, before you answer that question, it kind of an- goes into that thing of like, if you believe in the afterlife at this point, like, this is that question too. Well, I, yeah, so I believe, like, I believe in an 
a afterlife, but or an afterlife, but like not in a conventional sense. Like, so I, are you like, is that the agnostic? I, is that what that word is? I suppose like you yeah, believe like, that there's something that there's a higher being, but you don't know. Not necessarily exactly that there's a higher it. being, but there's like more to the universe than what we can see for sure. Um, but my whole idea of what what death and ghosts are is uh, so. Currently, we live in a, in we live in the third dimension, or well, we live throughout the fourth dimension, and we perceive three dimensions. Like if you were if you are two dimensional being, you couldn't perceive the third dimension because you're living in it. Yeah, so you're on a piece of paper. Right, and so, <laughs> well, well, you would have to be, yeah. But to a, to a flatlander, what is what I like to call them, or what I've heard called them called before as well. Um, if you were to show them like a ball, it would pass through their world as just single lines, right? So to us, the fourth dimension that we can't technically perceive is is a physical variant of time, I guess, and and that that can be kind of misconstrued the way it's explained, but. Anyway, to make a long story short, essentially what my idea of ghosts are is just those beings living in that fourth dimension, and maybe they're at that, like, where they were at that point in time doesn't matter. Like, it could be somebody from the 1800s, it could be somebody from 4,000 years ago, but because they're living now in the next dimension because they've died and basically transcended what they perceive here, then they're able to live through those times again and so if something's been built up around them uh like like say somebody dies in like 1900 and the house gets built where they died and it's like 2000 right so that person thinks they're in 1900 because they're they're able to perceive so it's like that movie the others yeah yeah, yeah. a similar yeah. similar to that but but with a little bit more science involved like like imagine like interstellar mixed with the others i guess okay. like you know because like time the way time shifts for them is different because they're perceiving it differently and so so to them like they might be living in their life and not even realize things are going up around them in the future or from the past or whatever and then yeah and then when we interact with them it's somehow them skipping that dimensional barrier and we just perceive them at that moment and then they're gone again you know see because i've had um I've talked to a couple people with my experiences, which we'll get to here uh, soon, but um, that kind of aligned with that theory, like where, you know, these quote-unquote ghosts are living in a, you know, they think that they're in their time period. Right. Is, you know, it's theirs. Yeah. Uh, they're not seeing what's going on around them. So, I, uh, I yeah, kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it's like it might take, and it might possibly be even too, like maybe, like if you are a ghost regardless of like how that works like maybe it takes an enormous amount of energy to perceive your surroundings like who knows they might be stuck in some kind of form of limbo or if they are in another version of an afterlife maybe it takes that like so much because uh the other thing i guess like real brief aside i suppose i'll talk about that guy real quick because when he when this dude i watch on youtube sometimes gets haunted or whatever he believes he's the conductor for those ghosts so they need to use an an enormous amount of energy to basically find him and then they're able to communicate through him and so it's like oh like maybe like Ramtha like yeah I (laughs) I guess yeah my stepmom well my first stepmom she was actually a believer in all that oh and Ramtha wait so who is the girl what's her name what girl wait so Ramtha is the 
is it like a Native American? Yeah, that's right? the name of like the spirit. Yeah, and then who's the girl? I have no idea. Okay, well she, she's the like the reason why body. the reason why Ramtha is kind of a big deal for Washingtonians is because she lives out in Yelm. Yeah, which is literally first off weird city to even like have this I've, even happen. Yeah, I've, I've driven by and, the little ranch or whatever. Yeah, she has a full. So the person that can be, you can look this up, and she's been on like Oprah, like back in like the nineties and early two thousands yeah. or whatever. And she lives out in Yelm, which is about, like, 25 minutes from Lacey, which is where we're kind of based around here in Washington. And, uh, yeah, she has a full-fledged mansion, like, in Yelm. And it's yeah. the weirdest. It, it It's so weird of, like, what's out there. And uh, I know someone that uh, worked on the, uh, the house. Oh, and she, he worked... Uh, it's a friend of my stepdad's, I believe, if I remember this correctly, and he was uh, helped build the uh, like greenhouse that's at her house. Weird story. I don't know too much about it, but it's definitely an interesting one, uh, based on just the stuff I've heard. So if you want to look that up, just look up Ramtha. Yeah. She likes. It's a woman that can speak, and then like Ramtha goes through her, and then she does a voice. Yeah. And it's it's the most like um, it, I don't know about this. If any of you guys out there ever watched uh, Deep Space 9, it's like Jet Zia Dax on that show. <laughs> it's uh it's definitely a very interesting voice. Um, but let's let's uh, move over to Ashton cuz Ashton's got a couple stories. So let's go with your first story and then we'll go to my spoopy scenario spoopy. and then we'll go we'll go back <laughs> to you. Okay. So all of my stories, I believe, are connected because they all started with one, one thing started this string of events. So I have a total of four stories, but I'll start with just the one. Um, so when I lived in Hawaii, um, we lived on this um, retired naval base um, on Oahu. Um, so there's like bunkers and like restricted areas around uh, that's you know cut off and you know. We had the old houses with the shutters instead of the windows, and it's kind of like, it would be more creepy, but it's sunny all the time, and you know, it's supposed to be great, but <laughs> normally it's really creepy. Um, so, uh, me and a couple buddies, you know, were fooling around, and then one of them, you know, who is super, like, superstitious, um, and would tell us about all these stories, um, in the, uh, like the native stores of like Hawaii. Um, oh, okay, like the Hawaiian people. Yeah, like some of their spirit, like spiritual stuff. Like they had this one, just tell me about, it was like the night marchers or something. Like you'd hear drums, but nothing. And then you'd either have to stay still or strip down naked, and then they would decide if you're gonna die or not. Um, that's what I was told. And I was like, okay, that's fucked up. <laughs> And all you hear is drums. Um, but that same night that he told us that story, he's like, you know what? You guys want to try try using a Ouija board? And I was like, oh, the Ouija board. I was like, uh, I guess why not? You know, because I was a stupid kid in high school, so I was like, oh, sh- why not? Let's let's give it a shot. You know, it was dark. Um, he was like, all right, well, I got something special we're gonna do to it. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like. I'll show you later. So about an hour later, he comes out with like a piece of paper um, and a knife and a Ouija board. Oh no! And a coin. Oh no! 
Did you use blood magic? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude. God. Yeah, you don't tamper with blood magic. So right? that's what he did. He gave himself a. Uh, you know, he didn't. It wasn't like a full-on slice. Like that would the be movies. the moment. That'd be the moment yeah, when I, that, I, if, that would lacerate your if, hands. If if you came out with that and we were all sitting at a table, I'd be like, "Yep, I'm gonna go." <laughs> And then I, and then you're like, well, wait a minute, this is your house. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'll be back but tomorrow. Yeah, you just give yourself like, a tiny little cut, and then um, rubs the paper in it, and it has something written on it. He, I've seen happened. Ghost Rider. I already know what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he places it on the board, and then lights it on fire. And then, after it's mostly ashes, uh, he blows it off. And he was like, okay, let's start. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Is it too late to back out? He's like, nope, you were already here. You touched the ashes, you're in it. I'm like, okay. And, you know, for me, uh, he's, he's a little younger than me, so I'm kind of like, uh, maybe this is bullshit. You know, maybe he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So we start going through, like, some of the questions, you know. Oh, can anyone hear me? And blah, 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 and, you know. I could tell people are like pushing the coin, and you know it's it's coming from him. He's pushing shit to like hit the answers. I'm like, okay, this is stupid. Um, but we ask a bunch of questions. Um, he calls to like this one spirit and whatever. Uh, uh, it was he said something in Hawaiian, so like it's a old ancient Hawaiian spirit or some shit. I don't know. Um, and you know, ask him a bunch of questions, and then. He's like, okay, I don't, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, what? Obviously, you guys are pushing it. He's like, I'm not pushing it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So he goes and puts it away. He comes back outside. And then uh, usually at night, we like to play uh, hide and seek tag. But, you know, we get up on rooftops and like, stuff. How old were you again? I was in high school. High school, okay. Yeah. Um, use a little parkour, get on rooftops and stuff. There's a school on the property and usually we cut through the restricted forest area with the bunkers okay. so we were doing that and you know it's pitch black in there um, and then as we're hopping the fence uh, we see something moving about uh, I want to say 50 yards out uh, behind some trees and we hear some cracking like some Blair Witch level cracking shit that you hear yeah like they're yeah. picking up sticks and breaking them <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck what is happening and we all put our attention in that direction we see someone just walking steadily straight line just walking and it's really weird is that they're dressed in all white like a suit with a hat to match like full on white very clean like they just got dressed and just decided to take a stroll through the woods woods of hell yeah (laughs) abandoned naval base yes in a restricted area restricted area with bunkers that are locked yeah a special weird key to get into it um and we're like do you you know we all check each other you're seeing this right like this is real um you know because you don't know if someone's gonna play like uh oh yeah i totally see it too so i ask them what they see because I don't, I don't play that game. I, I know what I'm seeing. I yeah. even know that they're seeing it too. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked, what do you see? And they're like, I see a guy just in all white walking. Okay. So we call out to him. Hello. Do you need some help? 
Are you lost? Doesn't even look over. Just keeps walking. So we start walking towards it a little bit. You know, because there's about five of us, so we're like, oh, no biggie. You know, it's not like I'm by myself. If I was by myself, I'd just run. Yeah, um, dude. So we start walking towards it. And we start calling out more. And then um, stops and turns. But we can't make out a face. It's like, I don't know if it's the shadowing or what, because there's not really any light in there. I couldn't make out eyes or anything like that. So are you are you in the woods? Or are you in I'm, a, I'm on that. in a bunker right now? No, we can't get in the bunker. Okay, the so you're inaccessible. You're you're in the woods. We're right currently. next to the bunker. Okay, in the woods. Got. And this figure is in the wood area. Yes. Okay, got. They're it. in the more densely covered area. We're still got kind it. of sort of on the outskirts. Got it. Okay. Um, and turns looks. Shit, you not. Everyone's just frozen. Gets dead silent. We're just like shit because like we don't know what to say because we don't really know what we're looking at like it's just weird yeah and then it just turns and keeps walking and then we say hello one more time and after he passes the next group of trees we disappears (laughs) and then um do you want to pause or did like go to my thing? No, nope. because you're leaving like so much like no, <laughs> dramatic effect to this. Because what happens next is really fucking weird. And what made us run out was that a light came on in the bunker. Mm. What? The so shit? we fucking hopped the fence and booked it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Didn't go back in there for a long time. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't at that point. So yeah, that's part one. Uh, we'll shift over to Ryan yeah, over there. Right. Well, um, yeah, mine mine is more of like um, I have been on uh, the Queen Mary, which is the considered one of the most haunted places on in that's the United ship. States. Yes, it is. Um, and it's uh, right now it's ported over in uh, I don't know. I can't remember where it's actually at. It's over in the Anaheim area, Orange County area. Um, it's not in Anaheim, but it's in the Orange County area. Um, if you do get a chance to go check it out, I recommend going to check it out. A really fun time to go see it is Halloween because they do not shy away from the fact that they are known for the most haunted place in America. Um, but yeah, so it's so what you do is it's just there's just a tour and you can go on it and and they know what it is. Ghost Hunters has been there. If you guys watched Ghost Hunters when it was on Sci-Fi and whatnot, they did a whole 24-hour oh, thing, um, and uh, and it's it's a pretty interesting ship. It's really cool. Like it has a lot of historical facts. Uh, for the instance, like it was a cruise liner, and then during World War II, it was painted gray, and was na- nicknamed like the White Lady or something like that, or the something like the, some version of that. And uh, and it was used as a naval ship, and then eventually after World War II, then it was turned back into a cruise liner. Um, and it sailed for another like five or some odd years, nice. and uh, it's pretty cool. Like you can, they have a turret that's on there, like a Dude, like a, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that that's still there to represent like this is the history of it. It's a yeah. really cool ship. Uh, you can actually stay there uh, on I think it's called I think it's B deck is where you can normally stay, and also known as the most haunted place on 
be oh, um, I totally do on, on that. Uh, you can stay there, but you can only way you can access it is by staying on the Queen Mary. There's a couple hot areas, as they say. Uh, there's a pool area, which the only way you can get to the pool area is by taking the haunted tour. But the haunted tour is a FX type of tour, so they're, so, so they're gonna have like flashing lights and poof, pitch black. Do and they still do cruises or? They do not. They're officially ported uh, because I'll get to that in a second. Um, but they they do the only way you can get to the pool area is by doing the uh, the haunted tour, which is offered uh, daily. And then there's also a um, they'll that tour will also take you to the boiler room, which is only ac- accessible through that tour as well. And uh, the boiler room is insanely big. Like you go, this is it's so weird because you're like, wait a minute, the ship I guess is this big to have this big of a boiler room just to exist in this. It's so weird. Like, size on a ship is very, like, you don't really understand it. Like, your brain almost doesn't understand how this can fit into this thing. Because in your mind, you're like, oh, it's a boat. But, like, in my mind, I don't think boats are this big. And then you go into a boiler room, and a boiler room's the size of, like, a two-story building. And so it's, like, it's so weird that you can go in and see all this stuff. But... That was the spooky part. Um, there's two spooky times that it happened that I felt very uneasy. Of uh, I wouldn't say like I saw ghosts or specters and whatnot, but I um, I I understand where people can feel uneasy in and on the ship. So when you go down to the main deck, you can actually look down this hallway, and this hallway runs from about like the first third of the ship and then goes straight down all the way to the end of the ship. It's just this one long hallway. That's a long ass hallway. But it's an it's almost like an optical illusion because the hallway is no bigger than if you were like a normal human being, normal adult was to stand up straight and then put their arms out about halfway between like, you know, T pose to like uh, to your like side. A 45 degree yeah, it, it, it's like, it's not too wide, and then, like, someone can easily go from one end of the hallway to the other end of the hall, like, across in about, like, two steps. They can just go boom, boom, and they're in it's the other It's basically wide enough for two people to fit side by side. Pretty much. Like, going sideways. Yeah, and it's, it's very crazy, and it's almost like it kind of bows in. So, like, there's this optical illusion of, like, it's really long, and I can definitely see it, like, someone may see somebody go from one room to the yeah from one room to the other and it almost makes it seem like they're closer than they appear kind of thing but the one thing that set me off to the point of like I felt like whoa this is I don't know what to think of this um and Jameson refused to walk into this room and uh it's where they cut out the propeller and um they cut inside the ship so that you can walk into this like tent-like thing and look down and you can see the propeller but there's something eerie about like the water and the it's like take like a like a a bowl and put like a knife in it when you when you look at it the knife seems a bit smaller but in your mind you're like that's a normal knife like it shouldn't look that small so take that and like 3000 times that yeah. and the propeller looks way smaller than you know it is and your brain can't just comprehend it and it's like this very 
there's something about it and like down into those like catacombs of the a ship because if you go on this like audio tour they'll take you down there and there's no one with you so you're like you're going through all these boilers and like stuff and there's just something about it that makes you feel so uneasy um and uh, yeah jameson refused to walk into that room you can shoot wow. straight across uh because i think other people do feel it um but i walked around it and i was just like this is so weird so if we ever go to California, you, uh, we might want to yeah, go to I'll, Queen I'll Mary. Yeah, I'll definitely go. Do you think yeah. it was because somebody like fell on the propeller and died? <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of there. There was a a lot of people have died on the ship because um, some people would um, like uh, what do they call that when they sneak on the ship? They, Trespass? No, the the stowaway. Stowaway. Uh, some people would stowaway onto the ship, and because of that, they would get sick, and so then the crew had to like figure that out. So they would put them into the back of the ship into the infirmary and uh, more than likely they died because uh, this is the 1920s to 30s so yeah. they can't really figure Getting that a out. Toothache would kill uh, you. Yeah, and so and especially during the war they would also house uh, wounded soldiers. So in that infirmary unfortunately a lot of them passed away. So people have died on the ship um, and it has just this crazy long history with it. Um, another cool thing that they do have that's out over there where the Queen Mary is, is they have a uh, Russian submarine. I did not get to go on it because it was a different ticket, but it did. Oh yeah, seem submarines cool. are tight, cramped quarters. Yeah. I remember I went on a submarine. I've only been on Finding Nemo submarine voyage, so I don't. Know. Oh yeah, we went. <laughs> we went on a field trip to a navy. Like do or like to go visit a navy submarine um, when I was like maybe ten or eleven. Was it yellow? They're uh, no, <laughs> I wish. Um, but uh, yeah, they're really tight quarters and stuff, so it'd be really claustrophobic if you thought that place was haunted. Yeah, I didn't hear any stories about the the submarine just because I I didn't go over there. But uh, the Queen Mary definitely has some pretty uh, intense history. There are supposed sightings of ghosts there is a little girl that i think died over in the pool area which is part of the the play on uh when you go through that uh spooky tour which you know again it does have like effects so it's not true like you know they're gonna make you see something kind of thing uh but it is uh known that there is a little girl i think that uh passed away down there and um and that's one of the most haunted places so yeah, it's it's pretty intense. There's there's some there's some places that you, you aren't allowed to go to just because of uh, safety purposes. That and plus you uh, you also need to toss them. Um, um, but if you do that, there are some rooms that are a little bit haunted, more haunted than others. Um, but I didn't experience really much of anything other than that eerie feel. Can we visit these rooms? Nah, they're too haunted. Yeah. What if we give you a few extra dollars? No, can't do that. We're trying to get laid. Uh, Ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my Queen Mary story. Hmm. Did you have another one you'd like to share, or would you like me to go, Josh? Oh, you you can go. I guess yeah. The only other thing I was gonna share was just those videos that I watched that dude okay. on YouTube. I'll go ahead and do my part two then, and I'll let you take over from there. Okay. Previously on Ashton's horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened about uh, two weeks ish. After the Ouija board incident. Oh, I was going to say two weeks of now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so this this one happened about two weeks after my first incident. Dun, dun. <laughs> so we, um, that school I talked about in, uh, previously is on the opposite side of the um, restricted wooded area. Um, and this time we went around 
um, for obvious reasons. And we played Manhunt, which is what we called. Which call me? Wow. <laughs> uh, they took out their they took their PS2 out to the school, plugged it in, <laughs> yeah. took a projector. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's our version of hide and seek tag. Yeah. Um, you know, there's never just one person in. You always it's like infection. You know, yeah. If you tag someone, they're on your team, but we can get out on rooftops and stuff like that. Everything's nice. on limits. Um, so me and my buddy, um, we make our way out. Um, now there's no lights except for the ones that are like on the school buildings. So once you get about a 50 foot radius, you know, 50 feet away from the school, you're in pitch black field. Yeah, it's like those big floodlights that they have. Yeah. Well, well, no, they don't have that. Not that bright, but they're like the square ones, right? Yeah. Like uh, just stick uh, on the side of the. Yeah. Room. Exactly. So they got about a 50 foot distance of light that they can emit. And there's an old ass like low budget like yellow orange <laughs> yeah, the ones. Yellow ones. <laughs> so they don't really have a bright light. Yeah. Um, so it, we um, make our way to the corner of the pitch black field by the fence um, of the woods. And we just lay down there and we got ran past a couple times. Um, but once the coast is clear, we just kind of hung out, waited to, for more attention um, to come our way. And uh, all of a sudden we start hearing um, rustling in the woods um, kind of distant you know not right next to us or anything like that so we just look over you know we don't see anything so we just go continue talking um, and then we start hearing uh, branches crack um, and then we're like well what is going on there must be animals in there fighting or something you know because they have like monkeys and everything over there um, you know tons of things that are going to be in those woods nothing harmful but just the normal stuff, and they have like wild boar over there. They or do, but not where we were at. Oh, okay. Um, they have a lot of feral cats. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, it's There's, like a, it's like an actual problem. Yes, it is. <laughs> There's um, actually about forty of them on our property. Really? Um, yeah, they're uh, gross. Yeah. I mean, they were, ours weren't gross. People would go out and feed um, them. I've so. seen them on. The <laughs> I've only so seen. So they're not so feral. Too. Yeah, I've seen them on like uh, on beaches, and they look just disgusting. Yeah, some of them can look pretty gnarly. Because they can also train babies. Yes, they can. Yeah, they're never clean, and they're always fighting with each other. Yeah, that was fighting and fucking. Yep, basically, <laughs> pretty much. Some of that's kind of the same thing. If you just listen, yeah, <laughs> kind of meshes together. That's right. Let's play fighting or fucking. <laughs> Let's hear that sound. <laughs> um, so we hear more cracking, uh, and it's getting a little louder. And then we, you know, it stops. Um, and we just kind of stare from the darkness, and we can see maybe a good 30 feet in front of us, maybe. Mostly silhouettes, though, because, you know, there's no light where we're at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just the moon. It was full, you know. You know, it, I wouldn't, I don't remember if it was full moon or not, but it's clear there all the time, so any the moon being out will light up the place a little bit more than in Washington. Um, so we have, like, a little bit of moonlight. And, you know, cracking stops, look over, kind of try and focus in, nothing. So we're like, okay, this is getting kind of weird. We just kind of look at each other, and then we hear more cracking. And this time we hear leaves, um, like dry leaves, like what happens in fall. And 
kind of a crunch and a crack here and there. And it kind of sounds more steady now, like it's footsteps. Um, and it's kind of walking toward us. And it's still kind of distant, but we just keep looking. It's getting closer and closer. And all of a sudden we see, well, I see, and I validate this later, but from what I saw, as I kind of saw like, best way I can describe it was kind of like a mist and it started off being just really dull kind of falling from the sky but you know in the, in the woods and the trees you know I didn't see it I just kind of saw a mist and then kind of hazed down um, very slowly um, and then it actually had a color too it was kind of like um, almost gold but it wasn't bright. It was weird. It's kind of like a little twinkly, too, but I don't really... It's hard now, to explain. Now, were you seeing a ghost, or were you seeing probably maybe a pixie? Was there a guy that lost a shadow? See, yeah. Was he going to try and take you to Skull Rock? I'm just saying, was it Peter Pan and Tinkerbell? That's all I want to know. If it was, <laughs> I think I'd be in Neverland right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean I don't know. He, and he I probably send you back. But all of a sudden, you know, it's coming in it's getting a little thicker now and it's yeah, a little it closer is. yeah it is and now yeah, you know is. we can kind of <laughs> so that 30 foot range i was talking about so this thing had to be about 30 feet um from us and the cracking it stopped you know there's no more sound but then i'm like do you what do you see right now he's like i see like some fog or something right there i don't even know where it came from I'm like okay and we keep looking, and then it starts to kind of make a form, like a silhouette. And Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it gets really weird. And it, when it is building up, the first thing I notice is how tall it is. This thing is fucking tall. Like, I, I'm laying down, so maybe it looked taller than it really was. Was he wearing a black suit? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to this ask. did it not. It like had describing slender. Yeah, did he have? Did he have tank tentacles no. and whatnot? No, 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 no. no. Like so a real slender. This thing was not humanoid in any nature. It, it it looked as if it was about seven feet tall um, from where I was laying down, um, and kind of bulky too. Um, and then when it started to form more, it looked like it had like almost like dreadlocks coming down. And the first thing that came to my mind was, holy shit, this looks like some shit coming out of the Predator movie. <laughs> like, oh, it, it, it looked like that. Like, big, tall, fucking invisible than beast. Not. Yeah, like, <laughs> kill me! Like, yeah, <laughs> kill, kill me! Do it, now. Like, do it now! Do it now! <laughs> I was like, okay, what do you see? And he repeated, like, I see someone standing in there it's a big dude we should probably go i'm like yeah we should and then it kind of like rushes forward and reaches out and we just fucking ran yeah we just fucking booked it like i don't i don't know what the fuck it was i would have stopped going back to that area after that <laughs> uh yeah you get yeah. two times and we're done yeah <laughs> so, the first time might have been a fluke but the second time so that that was part two. Okay, so how many more parts do we have? Uh, three and four can be meshed together. Okay, because we're getting close to time here. Did you have something else you wanted to say? Or Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, well, I mean, I guess just, like, I watched this dude, his name's, like, Michael McGee or something. Michael a, McGee? I think so, yeah, he's, like, from, like, Ireland or something. But, oh, he's Irish. But, yeah, he, he always he always encounters all these ghosts and stuff, and, and I'm normally, like, kind of skeptical of watching shows or, or people who's like, oh, like, I caught a ghost in my house, because usually you can tell it's pretty lame or fake or whatever. Yeah. I always um, like the, uh, they have to film it in, in, at nighttime in the dark. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, just because it's a ghost doesn't mean that, right. like, light is going to affect it. Like, it, it's either exactly. going to show up or not. Yeah, it like, has nothing to do with it being nighttime. Though, though, devil's advocate of that, no pun intended, um, they do shut off the power so that it doesn't show up on heap signatures. Oh, okay. So, yeah. that is the other thing. But they don't explain that. Oh, they make gotcha. it seem stupider than it actually is. Anyway. Go on. <laughs> yeah, and so this this dude, he basically does that kind of stuff. Like, he set up cameras. He set up infrared scanners. He even uses his Xbox um, Connect capture where, you know, sometimes oh, it'll yeah. show the lines yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They did that they, uh, paranormal activity. Yeah, and, and it's basically like that. Like, there was one time he was sitting on a couch, and he's like, okay, like, I've been getting some things today. I want to see if I can communicate with somebody. He sits on this couch, and, he, and he's looking over, and he's like, if you're here, can you come sit next to me? And then give or take five to ten seconds, all of a sudden this uh, figure pops in on the screen where there's nobody sitting. And then it goes away after about five or ten seconds. And then he's like, okay, it feels a little cold over here. Like, I think somebody might be here. And then he starts asking questions. And then he's like, if you're there, can you move closer to me? And then you see this thing pop up on the screen again, the little stick figure, and then it scoots closer and then it goes away. And it's like, dude... What like, the hell? It's so weird. Yeah, and then of course he's captured. He's captured stuff falling off his counters, like things being literally pushed off his counter, cabinets being opened. He's got these cameras set up in the middle of the night, and there's no way that somebody's standing there pulling these things open with like strings or anything like that. Like it is because there's times where the entire kitchen gets ransacked over the course of five minutes. Like cabinets being open, things being knocked off the walls, fridge being open. Um, the water doesn't like run or anything, but like you can hear things in the sink moving around. Um, and then he'll come downstairs being woken up in the middle of sleep. There's even one where actually you can see a shadow like drifting across the camera and then he's sleeping and then it's like stops by his head and then he jumps out of bed, freaks out and like turns on the light, runs out the room and then comes back like a couple minutes later. And he's like, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> He's living paranormal activity. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he and he thinks that he's the conductor for those people. Like he thinks that they communicate through him or something. But but I'm pretty sure his name is Michael McGee. I guess if you were interested in, in looking up ghost stuff, go check him out. Cause I might have to do that. Yeah. As, as far as like ghost YouTuber hunters go or whatever, like that guy seems pretty legit. And and he's slowed down a little bit over the past couple of like months because I think he's moving or. He, or he just got done moving. But he's lived in, like, four different houses, and they follow him to every house. Oh, so, Jesus. Yeah, so he's the conduit. It's not it nothing to do with where he lives. So there must be something about his energy or something. Oh, yeah, some people, um, like, my my girlfriend's grandma uh, is, like, the same way. Like, she can see, she claims that she sees, you know, stuff everywhere she goes. Oh, and wow. she can see, like, portals. Because there was this one time last year where... Um, dogs would just stare at this one corner of our house every night um, yeah, like almost and the same animals time have every that night. Sense. Yeah. like I believe when animals are looking yes. at them, they're looking at something yep uh, <laughs> I do too and they did that for a couple weeks straight and then yet um, their grandma come out and like yeah there's a portal there 
have to make something up special. Like, apparently that's what she does. Like, she knows how to, like, get rid of shit. Yeah. This room is clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, another weird. fun fact, uh, her dad um, also um, apparently grew up around some weird shit going on, and he learned words um, early on that should not be Oh, I, was, I thought you said so, cat. I was like, no. wow, they had a talking cat? <laughs> That's so uh, crazy. All right. Well, I hate to cut you off on that story, but you have uh, a little bit more time if you got a lot more sure. to say. So, yeah. so I uh, would I would try to wrap it up as fast as you can. So. Yeah, I got about 12 minutes. So um, we'll go to part three then. Part three happened, uh, I want to say, two or three-ish months after the last incident. So this one happened um, in my room, oh, actually. That's the Yes, it is. Found out where you were at. This oh, is still in Hawaii. This is still in Everything that's happened to me has happened in Hawaii. Okay. And never anywhere else, even when I came back. I wonder if they're like Pearl Harbor ghosts. Could be. That was my theory. And uh, you'll kind of see why here in a minute. Um, so I'm up in my room late at night. You know, it's summertime. I don't have shit to do. I just got done playing games. It's like, you know, midnight-ish. 11 uh, midnight. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I had to do that and then go to bed, but I didn't really get a didn't really get a chance uh, because um, you know I was looking at my phone. I was gonna play a quick game. Uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, I was. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. I was gonna play with the joystick, you know, <laughs> special controller. And uh, out of the corner of my eye, I see kind of something glowing, and I look over, nothing there. You know, my room is not very big. It's maybe. It's like a prison cell, basically. Yeah, pretty, pretty (laughs) much. Actually, it's pretty small. Like, I just have a closet. Because you said it's college or high school. High school. Yeah, but it was at his. It was at home. Yeah, it was at home. Oh, at home. Oh, okay. Family lives there. He has like. Yeah, like that's that's what my bedroom feels like. After not living in it for like almost ten years, it feels like a prison cell. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty small. So, um, I go back, look at my phone, and a couple seconds later, I see it again. And I look over, nothing there, and rinse and repeat. This happened a couple times. Uh, and finally, I'm like, you know what? Maybe my eyes aren't playing tricks on me. And I'll just, you know, I keep seeing it out of my peripheral. Maybe I'll just kind of look over kind of a little bit. And that's what I did. And I can just see um, a light just kind of um, pulsating in my closet. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is I don't think I have anything charging in there. There's no outlet over there. Oh, did you leave your light bright on? Yeah, I could have. <laughs> um, I used to have a light bright. I had a light bright, too. And uh, I look over. There's still nothing there. I go rummage around the closet. There's nothing there. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go back. Five minutes later, after I've been comfortable in bed, it happens again. And so I focus on it again with my peripheral, and I can make out um, a little person in my closet. Um, playing with something of theirs. Nothing in my closet's moving except for this little blue light. Um, and it kind of looks, you know, the more that I look at it, you know, I've been looking at it for like five minutes straight at this point. You know, it starts to look like a little girl with like little Goldilocks hairdo, you know, little um, curl, curl cues going on. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is fucking weird. So I'm like, this is more shit happening, so I try and communicate with it like a smart person. 
and uh, does not acknowledge me. You know, I say hello, is anyone there? Blah, 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 what do you want? Do you need some help? Like, standard questions you ask because you don't know what to ask. porridge, were all the three beds nice? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, like, out of then, um, on the opposite side of my room, um, I see by my door another blue light. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at that, my peripheral, and I can make out someone a little bigger, a little more manly sized. Uh, not too tall though, maybe around five, six, five, seven. Um, just standing there with his arms crossed, looking at me. And the one thing that I remember, like, well, two things I remember most, but first thing I noticed was the eyes. The eyes were just black, like nothingness. It was just abyss. Arms crossed, just, I felt like he was staring right at me, like right in, right at me, like, I, he fucking knew I was there like or something. He's looking into your yeah, soul. Yeah, he's looking into my soul with his soul. And um, I also noticed that um, his hair in the back is sticking up, like out, though. So, um, I get, I'll get into that a little bit here in just a couple minutes. And, uh, I ask him a couple questions. He does not answer at all. He just continues to mean mugging the shit out of me. And at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I try and go to sleep, close my eyes, just sit there like, okay, it's not a big deal, not a big deal. Look up. I can see them a little easier now. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Well, I'm just going to go to bed, so... Sheet over my fucking head. Yes, the classic guarding move. Nothing can get you. It's a shield, man. And after about an hour and a half to two hours, I fell asleep finally. Yeah. My heart fucking racing. No doubt. End of the night. Boom. That was part three. Part four. Shit gets even crazier. So, the next night, they show up again. This time, the little girl is sitting in my closet. Same spot. But now she's playing with my jacket. Like, feeling it and, like, touching it, like, and it kind of, I can hear it moving. So I fucking know she touched my fucking jacket. Yeah. Um, I'm like, please don't touch my shit. Like, just please, I, I don't know why you're yeah, here. I can do with you playing with like, your ghost toys, but not with this, my real. This is getting real. You're not supposed to be, like, yeah. able to touch anything here. Like, that's not, like, what I read online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I fucking, I'm starting to get really fucking pissed now, and I'm like, I gotta go, and I like look over, and fucking guy's back, fucking oh, guy's wow. back, and he stands in the corner of my door, cause like I'm not gonna walk past that guy, cause that bitch just touched my shit, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not playing this, I'm, this is bullshit. I start getting mad now, cause now I, it's not, I can see them more than just my peripherals. I can't look directly at them, but I can see more now right and this is like one of the very few i'm not a religious guy and this is one of the times that i did fucking pray i'm like please god you know this is there's some there's some shit that is going down that should not be going down right now like please like somebody help me like this is ridiculous and i tell them to fuck off and like get the fuck out and Christ, and through my shutters, the next part that happens is some fog or something. It's really hard to explain 
because I don't know what substance. It, it's kind of like a mixture of fog and slime. It it seemed that way, but it seemed like it's hard to explain. It was like grayish black and it kind of like came through as air. Monster from Lost. Well it came yeah, kind of. That's how it started, but like it came through like like a gas and then collected on a spot in my ceiling above my shutters. And then it kind of made like a slug movement, like the front would go and then the back would follow. And then go over and over. I'm like, oh my god, why? How can this get any fucking worse? Like, what is going on? And it gets right in between them on my ceiling. And then all of a sudden, like this weird thing happens where it kind of falls down in a gas again, and kind of like tornadoes around them. Nothing in my room is moving, so not uh, like wind or anything. And it's just goes around them, and then. It stops, they're gone, and then it collects up on my ceiling again, and then slug moves to the wall by my door, then down the door, and then under the door, and then it's gone. I said, thank you, thank you, God, I thank you, please keep them out for fucking ever, I don't ever want to experience this again, thank you, good night. So, so do you believe that... Do you believe that there is an afterlife in oh, yeah. the sense of the traditional biblical way? Uh, kind of, sort of. Like, Because well, do you feel, I don't mean to be like preachy about it, but do you feel like as if when you pray, do you feel like... Oh, I feel like it helped, yeah. Like, do you think that was sent to help you? Maybe. I have... I had theories about that, but we don't we don't got time for that. It's okay. e- it's either like <laughs> yeah, something we gotta that we gotta wait till we'll, next yeah, year. It's, <laughs> it's either something podcast. that was sent there to help me, like a you know kind of like a street cleaner of yeah. the paranormal, maybe, or like it could have been. Just <laughs> all right, a, uh, Jill and uh, Mr. Jameson. Uh, all right, get in the get in there, get in the, <laughs> the wrap it up. The black get in eye. there. You've been raptured. <laughs> yeah. The black eyes thing reminds me of that um, that. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony song Crossroads. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's when it's when the like archangel dude who's like he's essentially the Grim Reaper walking around taking people's souls, and he walks up uh, onto the the stoop of that one house, and it's that one part where the guy goes, "Well, I miss my uncle Charles, yo," because he touches the dude's forehead, and then his eyes just go black, and then his soul's gone. He's dead. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's like, dude, that is creepy as fuck. <laughs> well, one theory I did have about that guy's hair sticking up in the back, mm-hmm. which I talked to a couple of friends of mine. Military is like, well, it could have been uh, he was uh, Pearl Harbor and he got his uh, someone shot him in the head and his back of his head blew out. Oh, yeah, so where like, is your family at all this situation? They're asleep. Oh, okay. I was gonna yell. Um, <laughs> in a scenario like that, if it happened again, I might yell. I might try to get. I'd get my up. ass beat if I were to. Yeah, I, was I don't. Say, my, my I would risk. I would risk it all. I'd yeah, roll the dice on that one. Cause like, there's no way you could like try to convince them that it would it would be like an existing thing. But ladies and gentlemen, that is gonna be wrapping up our special Halloween episode. If you have scary, spoopy ghost stories, make sure you definitely put it into the description below. Um, this has been PT Thirty Six Hundred. My name is Ryan. Joining me was Josh and Ashton. And uh, enjoy the outro. Good night, everybody. Ha 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 ha.
Every night, every night, every night.